Welcome to the video broadcast of Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church with pastor and teacher, Rev. Dr. Randall Kane Jr. Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church is located at 101 North Donleith Avenue in Winston-Salem. Please sit back and enjoy this message already in progress. Beloved, on October 22nd, 1991, the rap group Black Sheep released an album entitled, A Wolf with the, the iconic, iconic song, song choice is yours. With the wicked book, you can get with this, or you can get with that. You can get with this, or you can get with that. You can get with this, or you can get with that. I think you can get with this, but this is where it's at. Beloved, your life is full of this or that choices. And your life is going to be a sum total of every single decision that you make, good or bad. Why? Because, beloved, every single decision that you make, good or bad, has consequences. Good consequences or bad consequences. And, beloved, among the many choices that you face each every day of your life, you have to understand why you make the decisions that you make based on the consequences that you want in your life. You see, beloved, as a Christian, as a Christ follower, as one who is supposed to be Christ-like, Jesus the Christ should be front and center in how you make your decisions. Because if you want to truly be a Christian, then at some point in your life, you are going to have to think about the consequences that you want in your life, which will influence the decisions that you make in your life based on the choices you have in your life. Beloved, the title of today's message is Choices, Decisions, and Consequences. Choices, Decisions, and Consequences. Beloved King Solomon, Solomon, the son of King David, had been blessed with the audacious task of building the temple for God and the palace for Israel, the places where God's people were supposed to meet and the place where God's king was supposed to reside and rule. Beloved, for Solomon and Israel, God's chosen people, that was a big moment, amen. Beloved, as God called you into something, called you to do something, called you to be something that seemed big, too big, way too big for you. And then, beloved, somehow, some way, you were able to do it. Beloved, were you able to turn your health around, lose the weight, lower the blood pressure, be the one who did not bear the generational health curses that people hide behind by saying that my people have always been like that. Beloved, that was a big moment in your life. Beloved, were you able to turn your wealth around, stay gainfully employed, save more than you were spending, stop borrowing and actually become the one who was lending because you had found a way to make a way out of no way with your money situation. Beloved, that was a big moment in your life. Beloved, were you able to turn your relationships around, be a bridge builder rather than burner, help others to tear down walls that have been built, truly become a minister of relational repair and reconciliation instead of relational destruction and demolition? 
as you found out that to truly love others as you love yourself, you had to first learn how to love yourself. Beloved, that was a big moment in your life. Beloved, for Solomon, completing the temple and the palace, it was a big moment in Solomon's life as revealed in 1 Kings 9, 1 and 2. They came to pass when Solomon had finished the building of the house of the Lord and the king's house and all Solomon's desire which he was pleased to do, that the Lord appeared to Solomon the second time as he had appeared unto him at Gibeon. You see, beloved, God had been with Solomon his whole life watching over him, covering him, keeping him, providing for him, and protecting him in each and every season of Solomon's life. Some of y'all can say, God been there for me like that too. Solomon had gone through the season of envisioning and planning the temple and the palace. And once that season was over, then the season changed. Solomon had gone through the season of building and completing the temple and the palace. And now that season was over. And the season was changing. Beloved, what a season you have been in in your life. Do know that seasons change. As Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 tells us, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. Amen. Beloved, Solomon had choices before him throughout his life. And he had decided to follow and obey God. Beloved, God blessed Solomon for doing so with the consequence being that Solomon had been chosen, equipped, and fulfilled to complete the building of the temple and the palace. Beloved, each one of us has choices before us throughout our lives. Amen. Beloved, the decisions that we make based on the choices before us have consequences. Beloved, God was coming to Solomon at this time of great elation and elevation and edification to let Solomon know that as king of Israel, Solomon was going to have many more choices before him. Does somebody know you got some choices before you and you have to make some decisions in your life? You see, beloved, God was not through using Solomon because I have stated many times over and over again, I hope this unsettles somebody, God has no retirement plans for us. Retirees. As long as there is breath in your body, God will continue to use you to complete the revelation that God intends for this world. Plans that will be incomplete if you retire. Plans that will only be complete if you allow God to reassign you. Amen. Solomon had built the temple and the palace and now it was time to bring God's people before God to worship God in the temple that Solomon had built. And now it was time for Solomon to rule God's people from the palace that he had built. Beloved, just as each church building is empty and just a building without God's people and God's spirit, the temple and the palace will be empty without God's spirit and God's people. And God's spirit and God's people would only come if the right decisions were made to fill it. Beloved, each one of us has a temple. It is supposed to be our bodies. As revealed in 1 Corinthians 6, 19. What? Know ye not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you? which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. 
Beloved, these convicting words, not condemning words, but convicting words of the Apostle Paul reminds us of our relationship that exists with God. Amen. Our physical temple may not be as majestic, amazing, and wonderful as Solomon's temple and palace, but beloved, the expectation is the same. God wants our temple to be full of people, places, and things that will give God praise, honor, and glory. Your body is supposed to be used to give God praise, honor, and glory. Are you using your body to give God praise, honor, and glory? If you don't understand, if you're not using your body to give God praise, honor, and glory, then you are misusing and abusing your body. You see, we have that as a choice, but beloved, in God's permissive will, we can also decide to choose otherwise. And beloved, our decisions have consequences. God wanted Solomon to understand that God was pleased with Solomon. Just as God was pleased with those who chose to come and get baptized on this Sunday morning. Can we give God another hand clap of praise for those coming forth to get baptized on this Sunday morning? Thank you, God. So, beloved, God told Solomon in 1 Kings 9 and 3, I have heard thy prayer and thy supplication that thou hast made before me. I have hallowed this house which thou hast built to put my name there forever, and mine eyes and mine heart shall be there perpetually. Beloved, God was pleased with Solomon in this moment, and God's intention was to take the physical and natural elements of the temple and the palace and to make them holy and to make them spiritual by God's presence. Beloved, God's plan was to keep things this way forever, forever in God's perfect will. But, somebody say but. But beloved, God would allow Solomon to make the decision regarding the kind of relationship that Solomon would have with God in God's permissive will. Beloved, you have the relationship that you have with God right now because of the decisions that you have made. So, beloved, God had to make it clear to Solomon that Solomon should not get so caught up in his hallelujah moment that he lost sight of the spiritual God-filled movement in his life that was available to him. God had to make it clear to Solomon that life is full of choices, opportunities that can draw us closer to God, and temptations that can draw us far from God. And, beloved, in the midst of the opportunities and temptations, God allows for us to make the decisions. While we can sing, I have decided to follow Jesus, it can just be a song. Because we have two choices before us, follow Jesus or not follow Jesus. And it is up to us to make the decision. And beloved, one of the eternal things that we should all know about our God is that our God is a God of choices. Somebody say, God is, God is a, God a God of choices. And beloved, one of the eternal things that we should all know about our God is that our God is a God of decisions. Somebody say, God is a God of decisions. And beloved, one of the eternal things that we should all know about our God is that our God is a God of consequences. Somebody say, God is a God, a God 
of consequences. You see, beloved, while God's permissive will is often revealed in our choices and decisions, God's perfect will is always revealed in our consequences. And beloved, in this critical moment in Solomon's life, God wanted Solomon to know that after building the temple and the palace, in this new season of shifting from building to ruling, Solomon still has some choices to consider and some decisions to make and some consequences to experience. The first choice that God put before Solomon was given in 1 Kings 9 and 4. And if thou wilt walk before me as David thy father walked, in integrity of heart and in uprightness, to do according to all that I have commanded thee, and will keep my statutes and my judgments. Beloved, God was looking for Solomon to decide to have integrity instead of dishonesty. But beloved, Solomon had to decide. Beloved, God is looking for us to decide to have integrity instead of dishonesty. But beloved, we have to decide. Beloved, God was looking for Solomon to decide to be upright instead of dishonorable. But beloved, Solomon had to decide. Beloved, God is looking for us to decide to be upright instead of dishonorable. But beloved, we have to decide. Beloved, God was looking for Solomon to learn and keep God's commandments, statutes, and judgments instead of remaining ignorant and unreliable concerning God's commandments, statutes, and judgments. But beloved, Solomon had to decide. Beloved, God is looking for us to intentionally Learn how to live as Christians instead of using ignorance as an excuse to continue living the old life that was supposed to pass away in exchange for the new life found in Jesus Christ. But beloved, we have to decide. Solomon decided to do all that God expected of him. God revealed God's consequences in 1 Kings 9 and 5. Then I will establish a throne of thy kingdom upon Israel forever, as I promised to David thy father, saying, There shall not fail to be a man upon the throne of Israel. Beloved, God promised Solomon eternal prosperity, success, and continuity, as Solomon decided to do all that God asked. But beloved, Solomon had to decide. Beloved, most, if not all of us, want the best that life can offer us. And we believe, which as Christians we are supposed to believe, that God has and holds the consequences for us living our best life right now. If we decide to follow, trust, obey, and have faith in God. But beloved, like Solomon, we still have to decide. Beloved, given the choices before you and the decisions that you have made, are you living your best life right now? You got quiet. Beloved, if not, what life are you living? And what consequences are you experiencing right now? You see, beloved, if life gives us choices and God allows us to make decisions, and God controls the consequences of our decision, then while we can be so thrilled to talk about the goodness of the Lord, 
Are we actually experiencing the goodness of the Lord? Or are we experiencing something else? You see, beloved, God was not through talking to Solomon in this great moment in the life of Solomon. You see, beloved, while many of us are thankful for our but God moments in life, amen, we must also be mindful of our but moments in life. Those moments where we could do one thing, but, 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 we could also do another thing. And we absolutely have to make a decision in the moment in our life. God wanted to make this quite clear to Solomon in 1 Kings 9 and 6. But if ye shall at all turn from following me, ye or your children, how you raise your children matters, beloved. How you raising grandchildren matters, beloved. And will not keep my commandments and my statutes, which I have set before you, but go and serve other gods and worship them. Beloved, for all the promises and blessings that we have through God in Jesus Christ as guided by the Holy Spirit, we should only expect to receive the promises and blessings that we have through God in Jesus Christ as guided by the Holy Spirit when we intentionally seek to live in the will of God through Jesus Christ as guided by the Holy Spirit. Beloved, if you want to lose weight, <laughs> you got to eat less and exercise more. You cannot just name it and claim it. Beloved, you want to have more money. You got to save more and spend less. You cannot just name it and claim it. Beloved, you want to have more friends. You have got to show yourself to be friendly. You cannot just name it and claim it. What I'm trying to say is that if you want the promises and blessings available to you in God through Jesus Christ as guided by the Holy Spirit, then you have to live in the will of God through Jesus Christ as guided by the Holy Spirit. You cannot just name it and claim it. You can't claim to be a Christian and live any kind of way. But somebody say but. But somebody say but. But somebody say but. But nobody can stop you from trying to do it your way and not the hard way. But somebody say but. But somebody say but. But somebody say but. But when you intentionally decide to live out your life as a Christian, Christ-like, Christ-following, without being Christ-like, and without being Christ-following, then there will be consequences. For Solomon, God wanted to make it clear that if Solomon, among his choices in how to live his life and lead God's people, decided not to do it God's way, then the consequences as revealed in 1 Kings 9 and 7 would be, then will I cut off Israel out of the land which I have given them. This house which I have hollowed for my name 
will I cast out of my sight? And Israel shall be a proverb and a byword among all people. Beloved, if Solomon and the Israelites disobeyed God, the land would no longer be theirs. You see, beloved, disobeying God comes with a heavy price and burdensome consequences. Beloved, if Solomon and the Israelites disobeyed God, the temple would no longer hold the presence of God. Beloved, disobeying God comes with a heavy price and burdensome consequences. Beloved, if Solomon and the Israelites disobeyed God, then the people would be an example to learn from, but no longer a role model to be followed. Beloved, disobeying God comes with a heavy price and burdensome consequences. Beloved, God wanted to make it clear that Solomon had two choices. Obey God. But disobey God. From which did this act God keep you simple? And beloved, God wanted to make it clear that Solomon would get consequences based upon the decisions that he made. Amen. Beloved, God wants to make it clear that we have two choices. We can obey God or we can disobey God. And beloved, God wants to make it clear that we will get consequences based upon the decisions that we make. Beloved, what choices have you had in your life? Do you have in your life? Do you plan on having in your life? Beloved, what decisions have you made in your life? Are you making in your life? Are you planning on making in your life? Beloved, what consequences have you gotten in your life? Are you getting in your life? Do you want in your life? Beloved, with the choices that you still have before you right now and in the future, will you decide to follow God? To get blessed consequences? Or will you reject God to get the other consequences? I know it's why. You see, beloved, we can come to the church building and get our souls set on fire on any given Sunday. But based on how you live your life away from the safe confines of the sanctuary and how you make your decisions away from the comfort of being surrounded by your Christian brothers and sisters, it will determine whether your soul that got set on fire on Sunday will burn forever in hell or rest eternally in heaven. And beloved, before you get your final, unappealable judgment, you still have to live on this side of glory. You see, beloved, God was not telling me, telling Solomon what would happen in the hereafter and the by and by. God was telling Solomon what was going, what God was going. What God was going to do on this side. And the consequences, beloved, would not be for Solomon alone. You see, some of the stuff you're going through in your life right now, you may think it's just about you. It's not just about you. You see, for Solomon, it will be Solomon and Israel. And all people would see in 1 Kings 9:8 reveals, and at this house which is high, everyone that passes by shall be astonished and shall hear. And they shall say, 
Why hath the Lord done thus unto this land and to this house? Why did this happen in their head? Why are people in this family always sick and dying? Beloved, because in your health, your decisions have consequences. Why did this happen in their wealth? Why are people in this family always broke and borrowing? Beloved, because in your wealth, your decisions have consequences. Why did this happen in their relationship? Why are people in this family always raising hell and acting like hell is where they are going? Beloved, because in your relationship, your decisions have consequences. And beloved, when people are getting the consequences of their decisions, especially their decisions to reject God, people will want to know why. Hear me right. Not why sinners are being punished for their sins, but why God's church, why God's beloved, why God's people are being punished like sinners. To these questions, God told Solomon that the response revealed in 1 Kings 9 and 9 would be, because they forsook the Lord their God, who brought forth their fathers out of the land of Egypt, and they've taken hold upon other gods, and have worshipped them, and served them. Therefore hath the Lord brought upon them all this evil. Beloved, and I am speaking to the sinners redeemed, to the, the saints, saints of God, the covered in the blood of Jesus Christ, the adopted daughters and sons of God, not the sinners, not the ants, not those who have yet to give their lives to God through Jesus Christ is guided by the Holy Spirit. Beloved, have you turned your back on the God who saved you by the redeeming blood of God's Son, our Savior and Lord, Jesus Christ, quenching and denying the power of the Holy Spirit in your life and exchange God's and heaven's freeing truth for Satan's and the world's damning lies that can be found by listening to those who do not claim, acknowledge, or know your God, the one true God. What I'm saying is you can call yourself a Christian but be worshiping crystals. What I'm saying is you can call yourself a Christian and be looking for somebody to give you an answer in the internet instead of going to the Bible. What I'm saying is you can call yourself a Christian and still be going to the lady with the tarot card to tell you your future. All things that God says don't do, you can call yourself a Christian and still do. But beloved, your God, Christian, the one true God, Christian, said in Exodus 20, three and five, thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thank you for tuning in to the radio broadcast of Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church with pastor and teacher, Reverend Dr. Randell Kane Jr. It is our prayer that this message inspires you to further your walk with Christ. For more information about Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church, go to our website, zmmbc.net, or call 336-725-7390. We live stream our services on our Facebook page. Just search for Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church page. Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church is located at 101 
1 North Donleith Avenue in Winston-Salem. Be blessed and continue to further your walk with Christ.